0: We are the New York Knicks. 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 Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Well, just like that, look who's back in the mix. Straight out of New York City, it's the red hot Knicks. Knicks play or preview, Jets and Giants schedule predictions and more coming up. What's up, everyone? And thanks again for listening to the New York Sports Beat podcast. I'm Rich Piazza, joined once again by Eric Frank and Hank Hutton. Be sure to follow us all on Twitter at richpfantasy at edf underscore nineteen eighty six for Eric, and at h hutton ten twenty. That's h h u t t o n for Hank. Find the show at ny. And I'd be hard pressed not to mention at Fantasy Shed underscore com and the Fantasy Shed on air podcast for all you fantasy football fans as well. All right, guys. Last time you were on was actually the last recorded show we did. We broke down the Jets and the Giants draft for the most part. We also talked Knicks at that time. We were hoping they would get the number four seed, which they did, even though things got a little scary there at the end in the last week. So we'll start there with the Knicks and their upcoming playoff series against the Hawks. But first, what's up, guys? And thanks again for being on. How the hell are you? What's going on, Rich? Nice to see Hank back again.
1: Yeah, glad to be here, guys. This is awesome.
0: Yeah, this is this is good. Eric is in his his garage tonight. Um, So if his sound quality sounds a little different, that is why Um, he is hiding out from, I guess, the family inside his garage on his phone. So
1: yes, my, uh, my family can be quite loud as you, uh, as you know,
0: Rich. Oh, definitely. So, but Hey, there's, there's so many of them. I lose track sometimes. <laughs> there are a lot of them. God bless you. Um, but yeah, so we'll, uh, you know, anything to get on the show. So, um, glad you guys are good. Let's go. Let's talk Nick's playoffs preview. I don't care which one of you want to start. Uh, it's up to you guys. Hank, you go ahead first. All right, Hank. So, first time since the playoffs, Hank, since 2012-2013. They swept the season series against Atlanta 3-0. Of course, the playoffs are a different animal. What do you got?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is like everything I've ever wanted this year. Like, no one expected this to happen with the Knicks, you know, to be the four-seed home court advantage in the first round. Um and, you know, I said it last show, too. Just getting to the play-in was a win for the season. The fact that they... Made the playoffs and let alone got the four seed is incredible. They did go three, you know, like you mentioned versus the Hawks. With that said, it still makes me a little nervous going to the playoffs with them. Clint Capella has absolutely dominated the Knicks. Uh he's averaging like 17-17 a game in these three games.
0: He's so good.
2: Yeah, the Knicks have no answer. Um, with Mitch Robinson, they would have a better chance, probably, because they they kind of match up well, but he's just been dominating uh Noel and Taj Gibson. And Trey Young, you know he, he he's just an all around good offensive player. He is he masters that uh, lean into you, get called for the foul, get to the free throw line. Uh, you know he he it's kind of a James Harden move. but James Harden's actually uh pretty good Trey Young. I think is a little um not he's not quite James Harden yet. I'll say reckless. I'll he's say still like a little that. reckless. Yeah, yeah, he, and he and he's small, so he can get bumped around. He gets those calls, um, and. I, I, they're, the Hawks are a good team, and they're, it's the only thing the Knicks have for them is that Julius Randle. They have no answer for him. he, he averaged thirty-seven points per game against the Hawks this year. Wow, like that—that's absolutely insane. So, um, I think being, having home court is huge. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes seven games. In my mind, I want the Knicks to win, but I guess I've been so beaten down by <laughs> the Knicks the last twenty years that. I just, I don't know. I think the Hawks are going to pull it out. Uh, I, I want the Knicks to win so badly, but I, I'm not giving my hopes up on a season that I'm already very happy with. So I think it's going to be a hard fought series. And uh, I, I think the Knicks, unfortunately, are going to come up a little short.
1: Uh, I, I agree with Hank. I mean, I know a lot of people are talking about the season. Is it going to be a success if they don't win a first round game, uh, first round series, now that they have home court advantage? But this season has exceeded everybody's expectations. Um, I think the the Hawks matchup is great. I think two young teams going at it. It's the best matchup in my mind that they could have gotten. I did not want them to fall and be playing the box or playing in the nets. That was definitely not something. So I, I did get scared when they fell down to six. And there was a the possibility of that three-way tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. But they've got to find a way to stop Capella and... I mean, that's, re- that's really it. That's the key that he, like Frank said, he's completely dominated the Knicks throughout. I saw, I don't know if you guys saw, there was an article today about Tibbs hinting at playing Frank a little more at point guard to try and, I did see that uh, to slow down Trey young. Cause he's had some success against him in the past.
2: Yeah. I heard uh, Chris Carlin talking about that today, actually on ESPN.
1: Yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't know if, uh, it's a good idea to mix things up too much. The way things have been going. I, I don't really love Peyton starting, but why? He's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) He's so bad. I know, know. but But they don't really have that that could play big time minutes. So they got to split it up.
0: Well, he, he, he's just a starter. He's not, he's not playing the important minutes anyway. I mean, he's, he's getting his minutes in the beginning, but he's not out there in the end of the game. Yeah. But last thing you want is the Knicks to be
2: down, you know, 15 five in the first three minutes of the game and have to play catch up, you know, and it's uh, in the beginning of the season, I understood more why he was playing, you know, cause he, he was given a little bit of some offensive, you know, like he could score for us. He could pass. He, he plays pretty good defense, but the last month and a half, he's just been terrible. He, he can't score. He like looks lost out there. There's clips on Twitter of him just standing there in the corner, holding his hips, not even being a part of the offense They're playing four on five. Yeah. So even though Frank's not the best, you know, he's not the greatest point guard. He's not really that much of a threat on the offensive side. At least he can hit threes, you know, like alpha Peyton can't shoot. He can't even hit layups recently. Yeah. So I, I know Tibbs isn't going to break it up. He's going to start Alpha Payton. but in my mind, you got to at least give Frank a chance. He can play just as good defense. And he can hit the three it gives you more than Peyton can give
1: you.
0: I think either way though. And, and and you, you both said this, I think regardless of what happens in this series, it's a successful season, right? I mean, yeah, now that we are, or, you know, they are the four seed, they do have home court, you obviously want to get that win. But nobody, nobody, including including the Knicks, including Tibbs, expected them to even be in this position. So we all do want to win. We I think we all agree that they can beat Atlanta um, in a seven-game series. I, I understand your uh, pessimism there, though, Hank. I mean, it, it's, hard, it's hard to be optimistic as a Knicks fan because we just haven't, been able to. So I I do think they I am I'm, I'm actually a little more confident though than you Hank in this. I I do think that they will pull this out in, in in a long series, 6 or 7 games. Um and then I don't know what happens next series, but I do think they could beat Atlanta um in in, in a long in a long series.
1: I think it'll be a long series also. Um which way it's going to go? Not sure, you know, I'll, my heart is telling me to go with the Knicks, but like Hank said, it's been a long 20 years.
0: Yeah. Well, not 20. They were in the playoffs in eight, what was it, eight, nine yeah, years well, ago?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. yeah one good That's year with Melo and you won right. the scoring title and they, you know, lost to the Pacers, but besides that, they, you know, even with Melo, they were one and done, losing to the Heat both times. Even in the early 2000s, they were sneaking into the playoffs Jamal Crawford and Stephon Murray, but uh, Stephon Marbury, but they were getting... You know, beat up then too. So it's been—it's really been since that '99 finals that we've really got to experience anything like good basketball here in New York.
0: Yeah, I and you mentioned uh, Mitchell Robinson before, and he got hurt. I'm pretty sure if my if this is if if I'm not mistaken, he got hurt right before um, or right during when Andre Drummond was released or bought out, and. I really wanted them, you know, Knicks have, have cap space still, had the roster spot. Um, I know he wouldn't have been a great fit, but now when you're looking at it and you mentioned, you know, Clint Capella, it would have been nice to have for somebody like, you know, Drummond right now. Yeah, he'd be good on the offensive
2: rebounds and just rebounds in general um, because, like you said, Clint Capella is just dominating us there. But I just, he's... He's not the best defender and he's a terrible free throw shooter. Like no no one's Noel is not the best free throw shooter either, but he's, uh, you guys watched this last month. He's incredible on defense. He's averaging what, two and a half blocks a game. something like 2.2 blocks per game, like over a steal a game. And it's, it's just incredible. And the fact that the Knicks have been able to play this well without Mitchell Robinson is insane as it is. If you told me before the season started that, the Knicks were going to lose Mitchell Robinson, and they were uh, they were they're only going to go in with Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett as their top two. I, you, I would probably bet the under on those twenty two wins that Vegas gave us. Yeah, but all of a sudden, you know, Julius Randle has the most incredible turnaround I think we've seen in the longest time. The guy we knew what he was for six years, and all of a sudden now he's one of the best players in the league. He better get at least one MVP vote. That's all I want, just one. Doesn't have to get close to winning. Just give me one vote. But he's definitely the most improved player this year, 100%. Yeah, Rand-
1: Randall's been off the charts this year. I had a conversation with a co-worker earlier this year about Randall, and we were just talking about how we wanted, to, we wanted to see him continue to produce so maybe the Knicks could try and deal him at the deadline for like a first, maybe something else in that package just to kind of build for the future. And he turned into a superstar in his own right.
0: That's what I thought the plan was gonna be. That's what I I wanted also. I said, All right, let him play well enough where, you know, with the assets and the picks that they still have, they could maybe use him in in a in a you know, a package to move up or whatever. But yeah, obviously now he's he should be part of the long term plans for this team. Yeah,
2: and uh, one of the most underrated players still somehow is RJ Barrett, the way he uh He's just been so good this year. Quietly good. You know, like he's, he's a good defender. He's played every single game. He's what top five in minutes per game. And even like ESPN left him off the top 25 under 25. He's averaging 17 points a game. You know, he's shooting up 40% from three. Like, it makes no sense. The guy's been so good this year and it's great. It's like, he's the quiet assassin. No one knows it. And he's just dominating for us. And I love it.
0: If, if you, if you look at the real meaning of the term most valuable player, And I know he's not going to get it. And I know you said, Hank, that, you know, you just want him to get one vote. He should be, in, in reality, of what an MVP is. Because this team is nowhere near this at all without Randall, right? And so you look at the Suns, but they also brought in Chris Paul. You know, and they were, you know, they had a good run last year in the bubble. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they improved, but they were already a good team and they were already up and coming. What Randall has meant, he, he is a definition of the most valuable player, in my opinion. He's not going to get it, but I think what, what in reality what should happen is he should be the MVP, and Barrett, you can make a case for him to be the most improved player.
1: Well, like like Hank said, I mean – RJ is kind of flown under the radar. And that was another blessing in disguise that Randall's allowed him to kind of stay out of the spotlight. I know earlier in the season, Barrett was taking a little more heat for not making the big shot. He missed a layup at the end of a game that could have helped them win. But Randall doing what he's been doing is kind of let Barra kind of get a little more acclimated to the game and just really improve throughout the season. Ran- you can Rag- see them.
2: I'm not sorry. Go ahead, hang. I was going to say, you can see them too. They're like, like friends out there. Like you can tell Julius Randle trusts him. You can tell that they know that they're like the lead dogs for this team and they work together for everything. Julius Randle drives to the paint, gets double team and he finds RJ in that baseline three every time. And RJ's been money from there all year. That's his spot. That corner elbow, three, elbow is a baseline three. He's just been unbelievable over there. And the fact that like you see them, like they talk in timeouts, they come up and they're discussing what's going on. You can tell they're like not only teammates, they're friends and they're, they're playing really well together.
0: Yeah, I mean, but Randall, Eric, you just mentioned this about the uh, Barrett taking heat early on in the year about um, not hitting those shots, those game-winning shots. Randall can't either. I, I actually, as great as he's been, I cringe when the Knicks are, are in a tie game or they're down a couple points and they're running the last play. You know it's going to be in Randall's hands. And in those situations, he puts up some of the most, uh, the, the ugliest shots I've ever seen like in that, you know, that Lakers game, you know, just earlier on in the week or the end of last week. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better look. He made a nice move getting there and the look was right there and he just he just couldn't do it. Now he's clutch within the end of games, like in the last minute. He'll hit a big three, but that last shot and that's what this team's missing is they don't have that guy to take that very last shot it's not
2: even the last shot either. It's just shot clock too. It's anything to go with the last second when the pressure's on the team in general doesn't know what they're doing. They either don't get it off in time or they end up just discombobulated on the floor and throwing up bricks and ugly shots. They don't know what they're doing
0: out there for that. Well, that's also, I guess that's a factor of being a a young, a young team.
1: Right. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the, uh, the inexperience plays in, in the playoffs. I mean, the Hawks don't have experience either. Or much of it. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm excited to see two young teams really go at it to try and make that second round.
0: Yeah. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. So,
1: um, I, I will tell you real quick, I know not to change the subject too much, but I'm very excited and I'm a little concerned for the, uh, Brooklyn Nets too. Tough matchup that they got with, uh, the Celtics. I know the Celtics aren't the Celtics of last year, but Still a very good team.
0: So, so you're excited about the Nets, or I'm so excited about their
1: matchup, okay, against the Celtics because I think the Celtics can really push them in that series. I hope they. I, will. I, I hope the Nets beat the piss out of the Celtics
2: because I hate Boston. I hate the Celtics. But then I hope the Bucs just smash the Nets in the second round. That's that, that'd be like the ideal scenario. And then the Knicks, you know, of course, the Knicks beat the Sixers in the second round and then they beat the Bucs and then they win the <laughs> finals, you know,
0: <laughs> it, it's fun. I was actually going to bring up Kyrie Irving, but I decided against it with all the, with all the drama that he's, he's been, he's been in, I mean, he's been in drama all year anyway, but. Yeah, no. Boston could, you know, maybe they could, you know, make a run here against against the Nets. I don't think they'll beat them though. I, I just it, it's and I'm, you've you've heard this all over. If the Nets don't win the championship, it's it's a, a colossal failure. It, I mean, you can't have those three guys. And I know they haven't played all that much together, but you know you can figure it out. You can't have those three guys and not win it all.
2: Honestly, they're my favorite to win it all. The Nets. I, I hate to admit it. I hate, I don't, I'm not a Nets fan. I don't like the Nets at all. And I, I just, they're, they're too good. They're three too good of players. The only chance they really had was the Lakers to beat them. And they're just so beat up right now. I don't know if they're going to be able to make it through all these long series.
0: Yeah. Of, of all the super teams that the NBA's had, I think this is the top. Like these three guys are the best three.
2: Man, the Warriors one was over the top this is like right there but the Warriors one come on 73 and 9 to now Kevin Durant all right but all
0: right but when you all right so let's take the Warriors team so you had who i mean are you including clay thompson are you including of course he's one of the Ray best Marjorie shooters of all time i'm not saying as a team i'm not saying as as a uh, i'm not saying the team i'm saying as far as the three top superstars of the of the powerhouses of 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 joining together Right so the, I mean you know you know the Warriors already had Curry and had Thompson had Green Durant went to join them you know what i'm saying and and i think and, and, and as great as Thompson is all these guys are better than him Harden Kyrie oh, yeah.
1: you're talking you know top 25 players you know in the last what 30 years on yeah. that team between the three of them but can they stay on the court together are they going to be other issues you know who the hell knows? They haven't played that much together,
0: right? No, and no, Hank. I, I agree as far as the team goes. Yeah, that Warriors team was is is the best team. I think. What I'm can saying make as far as Superman. for the Heatles, you know, mm-hmm. the the heatles, I think the Heatles can make a cha- uh, an argument
2: there because LeBron. I mean, LeBron in the, those Heat days was no one. The Durant as good as he is is not that. No one's been that level since Jordan. You know, he he's unbelievable. Dwayne Wade was you know prime D Wade, and Chris Bosh was just the perfect number three. So They may put a run for their money. Um, I don't
0: know. I'm more, still taking Durant, Harden, and Kyrie over those three.
2: I guess the only reason I say maybe the Heat's because they're more well spaced out as a team. You know, LeBron is that you know can do it everywhere. You know he can be the point guard, he can be your small forward, he can be one through five. You have Bosch as your big man, D Wade is your your shooting guard. Yeah. They're kind of log jam. They're like one, two, three, pretty much. You got Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, and it's they're almost like stepping on each other's toes, but they are. They're the best like individual players probably in the game right now.
1: Yeah, I do. I do think all three of those guys on the nets still have that selfishness in them. So, I mean, who knows how that rears its head in the, uh, in the post It's a
0: good point. We'll see. Well, I guess we'll find out soon enough, right? Starts, um, when is the, fr- when I know the uh, Knicks, I believe on Monday, Sunday. Okay. So the nets are Sunday. That's are Sunday. Yeah. I just
1: heard the nets are at eight o'clock. Okay. Eight o'clock on Saturday.
0: All right. So I guess we'll know soon enough or maybe not because the NBA, you know, playoff seems to really drag out for a while.
1: Oh yeah. You'll be talking like the end
0: of June when this thing ends. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was the Knicks. let's go on to I know. some we'll have a little fun here. I know, Hank. You brought this up at the end of the last show, and this is and this is what we're gonna do right now. We have the schedule. The schedule came out, and we are gonna go through each game for the Jets and the Giants and predict the win or loss. I can't call it the win loss win the win loss loss win game like Michael K because that would be copying off of them. So it's not that. It's just a win loss. We will. Start with the Jets, and Eric, you're going to start with the Jets pick. Then, Hank, you can give yours, and I'll give mine last on all of these. All right? So, And then, Hank, when we do the Giants, you can start with the Giants. So, Eric, week one, Jets at Carolina against Sam Darnold. I cannot wait for this game.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it, too, but I'm going to have to give the Jets a loss Whoa. as much as this. It- Pains me to start the season. I uh, just think too many playmakers over there. They're going to find a way to win, but it's going to be close. I think Zach's going to play a nice a nice first game, and I don't think Sam's going to be the reason that we lose.
0: We, we just spent how many shows and months talking about how the Jets have to move on from Sam Darnold and how they need to draft Zach Wilson, and here you are predicting Sam Darnold is going to beat Zach Wilson in week one. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hank, what do you got for the Jets at Carolina week one?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with Eric. Uh, I, the Jets are making, their, they look like they're in the right direction, but they're still, a, a young team and a young team that really hasn't played together at all. So I think you got to give the experience, uh, the win and a little bit of experience, Carolina to pull this out. Chris McCaffrey is gonna be a little too much for them. And, uh, Unfortunately, Jets are gonna start all one, in my opinion.
0: No. Okay. Right. Well, I'm the I'm the odd man out here. I'm going to win. Robert Sala is not going to let this team lose to Sam Darnold. Joe Douglas already said if you if you do, you're gone. A, a week number two, Eric, the Jets are home for New England. They are. And Zach Wilson gets his first win
1: as the New York Jets quarterback against the Patriots.
0: Okay. Hank?
1: Uh it's the Patriots. It's Bill Belichick.
2: He's uh, my former Giants guy. Um, I'm going to Pats.
0: And I am going with a win as well for the Jets to start off 2-0. oh. Wow, Rich. Rich is picking the Jets to go 17-0. and oh. You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I think you're wearing... Maybe you should take off those green glasses real quick. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot more games. This is just week two. Week three, they are on the road against Denver. I'm going with a win versus the Broncos. All right.
2: You guys are going to hate me. I'm going to Broncos, man. On the road, I like their team right now. They have a pretty solid defense. I'm going Broncos.
0: I'm actually going Broncos as well, Hank. And this is going to be the Jets' first loss. Up a mile high, traveling. Uh, that offense, they have a lot of weapons over there in, in Denver. And, and this is not even including the fact that it could be Aaron Rodgers in there. So week four, Tennessee, Jets are home for that game. Eric.
1: Titans get the win. loss
0: for the Jets.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. 0 four.
0: I have them losing this game as well. So right now I'm sitting at two and two. Eric, you are at two and two as well. And Hank, you're not giving any love to the Jets way right now. Week five, they go to Atlanta. I'm not surprised. that I sit here, and look at Hank, you know, wearing his Giants hat right here. So I'm not really surprised by this. But good, Hank, um, Eric, uh, Jets at Atlanta, week five. Jets win at Atlanta.
1: It's gonna be like the Geno Smith win on Monday Night Football against the Falcons. Ooh.
2: Yeah, this game's uh, actually in London, right? So uh, This is a
0: yeah. London game, yes.
2: Yeah, 9.30 a.m. start for uh, football. I love that. Um, I am going Jets first win of the year, though.
0: Okay, as am I. I don't think Julio Jones will be a member of the Falcons at this point either. And if he is, he'll probably be hurt. So we all have a win for the Jets in London. Nothing week six. That is their bye week. Then they come off their bye. And now they're going to New England. Eric, you had them beating New England at home. What do you have happening here in New England?
1: It's going to be a split with the Pats. They're going to lose.
0: Okay.
2: I will. uh, I'm turning the tide on you guys. I'm going Jets win on the road in New England. You know, this might be Mac Jones' first game. Um, Mm. I'm taking the Jets.
0: All right. I'm actually going with the Jets loss as well. I agree with Eric. They're going to split with the um, home team getting the win both times. We're going to hang with the Jets on a little two game win streak right now. All right. Week eight Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals. The Jets are home.
1: We got another loss versus the Bengals. Too many weapons. Nah, you guys are, are are the Jets back? I'm going Jets win
2: against Cincinnati. That's three in a row the hottest team in the league right now. <laughs> I'm going
0: Jets win as well. Wow. I mean, Cincinnati. <laughs> all right, week nine. They are on the road in Indianapolis and with Carson Wentz. As Hank's picks have changed to all wins, mine are
1: going the opposite direction now. <laughs> it's going to be another loss for the Jets, three in a row.
2: Wow, we're opposite on those. Um, uh, not three. I got the Colts in this one, but... Um, that's a Thursday night game on the road. You know, short week, feeling, feeling large after those three wins. I got them losing to uh, Carson Wentz
0: and the Colts. I do, too. So that's three. We we sweep the losses there against Annapolis. And I mentioned Julio Jones. Indy might be a landing spot for him. So that could be interesting as well. Week 10, this is their first matchup against the Bills. They are home for this game.
1: Uh. Jets are going to lose. I think the Bills are going to be the toughest matchup in the division this year for them. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bills are good,
2: man. This is a loss.
0: Yeah, so we're all in agreement here. The Bills are just too good of a team. Week 11, Miami. Jets are home for this game as well. Another division game.
1: I'm going to go with a loss to Miami, even though they are at
0: home. I see what you're doing here, Eric. I, I see what you're doing. Because we know what happens when, you know, when you, you know, are high on a team. It usually goes the other direction. So I, I kind of like your strategy right now. Is Eric moves. reverse jinxing the
2: Jets in his predictions I, <laughs> right now? <laughs>
0: this, is, this is what Eric is. I'm on to him now. It, it took till week 11, but I'm on to him. Hank, what do you got against Miami?
2: Um, Yeah, I have another loss. Miami's uh good defense, good team. You know, Who knows about Tua,
0: but I think they're a better team. Yeah, I do too, but I think two was not very good, and I think they beat them at home. So I'm giving the Jets a win here. Week 12 at Houston, who who the hell knows what's happening, if Deshaun Watson's even going to be there, if he's going to be quarterback at this point in Week 12.
1: That team is a mess, and I think the Jets are kind of finding themselves at this point of the season, and they're going to get a win.
0: I sure hope so, because I don't know if you realize that you had them losing five straight.
1: I did, I did Tough tough matchups
0: Yeah, dude, the media will not will will have a fun with that if they lose five straight Frank
2: I think uh, every team in the NFL Sees the Houston Texans, they just automatically assume A win um, this year Because of Deshaun Watson, who knows And even with him, they were bad Um, Yeah, I'm going Jets win
0: Does Houston, I believe Houston does have their first round pick In this next year's draft So they might want to just mail it in It's It's not too late for them to trade it that, that that's true It's a good point uh, week 13 they are at home against the Eagles I know which way Hank's gonna go on this Eric which way are you going on this two in a row baby let's wow. go Jets Hank let me guess you're giving the Jets a win because you want the Eagles to lose uh, I want the Jets to destroy the Eagles
2: so badly but I am going the Eagles to win huh? unfortunately
0: fair enough I'm giving the Jets a win here I don't think Jalen Hurts or whoever the quarterback is is really all that great. Although at week thirteen he could he could definitely have some improvement there. But week fourteen, it's home against the Saints, the Drew Breesless Saints. It's going to be Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill at quarterback as of right now. So which way?
1: Uh, it doesn't matter who's quarterback in that team. They're not going to win. It's going to be a loss.
0: Yeah, I'm going uh, Saints over the Jets. I am as well. So we all have losses there. Saints be marching, right, Richie? That's right. That's right. I I haven't won since I changed my name actually from that. So maybe maybe it's time I go back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Week week 15 is at Miami. Um, I'm the only one that gave them a win at home against Miami. What happens here?
1: I think that um, Zach gets his first big win against a division uh, rival on the road. So I'm going to give him a win against the Dolphins in Miami.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm with Eric on this. I think the Jets pulling out Miami. Got a nice win in uh, December.
0: Okay. I am going to give them a loss in Miami. So I'm opposite you guys there. Um, week 16, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, number one pick versus number two pick. This should be fun.
1: Yeah, this is going to be an exciting matchup. You know, hopefully both quarterbacks are on the field and still playing. Um, I'm going to give the Jets a win against the Jags. Wilson uh, tops Trevor.
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've been back and forth on this one. It's really a coin flip, but I'm just going to go Trevor Lawrence. You know, I'm going to go the one pick over the two pick. You know, he's going to prove why he was the man and uh, I think Lawrence
0: pulls it out. So you're giving the Jets a loss here. I'm giving them a win as Kenny Yaboa scores three touchdowns in this game. I don't know where I pulled that out of, to be honest with you. I just
1: whole prediction.
0: <laughs> I wonder what
2: the prop is on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at that point, we'll be allowed to make those props here legally. Week 17 against the Super Bowl champ, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: I have them uh, getting a loss against the defending champs and their nemesis Tom Brady.
0: They always play well against Tom Brady though. Both New York teams do.
1: They do. Not well, let's not put them in the same conversation as the Giants. No,
0: no. They they they, they lose, but they you know, they can you know they can get to Brady. They you know they hold their own. Right. That's true, it's true. This is and a they different, different
1: coaches do it too. They've right. done it in every different coach.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, Hank. What do you got for that game? Yeah, I got the Bucks. Yeah, I do too. So three losses there. Week eighteen, which is really weird to say, but week eighteen um, is on the road against the Bills.
1: Yeah, we kind of went back and forth here. I figured the Bills would probably be maybe resting some guys, but I think the I think the Bills still come out on top. They're such a good team.
2: Yeah, you gotta hope this is a snow game, right? January 9th, latest game ever in the season. You gotta hope it's a snow game, but yeah. uh, I'm going Bills, man.
0: So, I'm actually using that logic that you said, Eric, and I'm actually giving the Jets a win here um, because I, I do think the Bills are gonna have, you know, have it wrapped up. Um, you know, not much really to play for. I don't know about they're gonna. Rest their guys per se. But I just think maybe the Jets might need this game for you know for something, whatever. Not gonna want to end the season on a on a two-game losing streak. So I'm giving them a win. All right, so let's see. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Eight wins. So that makes ten losses for the Jets. Eric, you have five losses. Five losses. Sorry? nine losses we know richie's not a math teacher nine law i actually am shit nine losses
2: (laughs) well you shouldn't be (laughs) well it's been a while
0: (laughs) i was looking at i was counting 18 and forgot about the buy okay so forgive me um and eric you have one two three four five six seven wins which means 10 losses
1: It could mean 10 wins and 7 losses if we're going that reverse (laughs) (laughs) jink.
0: And Hank, you gave them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 5 wins, 11 losses. Wow, I'd be disappointed with 5 and 11, Hank. Well,
1: Before I went through the list and I was just thinking, I was, you know... And really looking at the games i was thinking you know what they're probably going to win like six games so i ended up coming up with seven i thought that was fair but i could see Hank's side too i could see them you know having a little bit of a rough go in a you know certain patch of the uh season
0: i think any of these can actually are, are realistic i think i think eight wins if they really really click right away uh You know, seven wins is definitely as well, obviously. And Hank, I think you with five wins. That can definitely happen and it would still actually be an improvement from last year. Yeah, you can win five games and not –
2: that doesn't have to be a failure of a season. You can win five games and still look like you're heading in the right direction and being a solid team. You know, Giants won six games last year, and I'm feeling good about them this year. So if they can win five and look good winning – you know, five and losing those what, twelve games, they uh that can still be a positive for the season for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so all right. See, I, I miscounted again. I put eleven losses for Hank, which is twelve. All right. Uh, it's a habit, man. This 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 seventeenth game is is not easy to adjust to. Um All right, let's go to the Giants. We're gonna start off with Hank. Week one, they are at home against Denver.
2: Yeah, so this is. Um, I see the early odds have uh, the Broncos actually favored, even on the road in New York or in no, Jersey. You're
0: checking, you're checking odds already.
2: Uh, man, come on. <laughs> I got. I got my futures in. You know. <laughs> um. Now, but I have a uh, Giants big win to start the season. You know, it's a pretty decent matchup that you got to hope that. Uh, you know, all these new weapons, Giants can now uh, pull out a nice one 0 win here. Does that change if Aaron Rodgers is
0: the quarterback in Denver? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a loss if he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Eric? Uh, I'll go with a win for the Giants, too. Okay, Eric, you're going for a win with the Giants. Um, I forgot what I... I went through this earlier, and I forgot what I put down for that, but I'm going to give him a win, too, unless it is Aaron Rodgers for Denver. Um, week two, a divisional game on the road against the football team of Washington. Oh, man,
2: the football team. What a bad yet awesome name at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, I I want them to win. The Giants have won what six straight against Washington, but I just short weeks on Thursday night, and that you know that defense something else. I think the Giants going to lose.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, football team. Also, I think there's a little magic with that team this year, so they're going to have a uh, a is good that a,
0: season. Is that is that a pun intended? Like a Fitz magic?
1: Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you can't you can't stop the Fitz magic.
0: Unless you're in Buffalo week 17. <laughs> I'm giving them a loss also. I think Washington actually can win this division.
1: Yeah, I, I think Washington is is the favorite in my mind. Well, I mean, you're going against the odds.
2: No team has won the division two years in a row since 0304 with the Eagles. So the betting man's
0: not betting on the football team. So that leaves the odds greater for my favorite if I want to play them. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> In <laughs> terms of Vegas, our odds? I don't know. <laughs> Week three at home against Atlanta.
2: Um, yeah, this is, uh, I'm going to win. You know, this home against the Falcons reminds me of that 2011 playoff game. Hakeem
1: Nicks, you know, housing it on uh, a nice slant. So I'm going a nice win back on the saddle, 2 and one Yeah, I'm going to give them a win too. I don't know, something about the Falcons, man. You can't trust that team ever. So, I'll never right. pick the Falcons to beat a team unless it's somebody really bad.
0: <laughs> well, we're in lockstep so far on everything. Um, I give them a win as well. Um, so we're all the same with a win-loss win to start week four at the Saints.
2: You have the In New Orleans, hasn't been great for the Giants in uh, recent memory, uh, but Drew Brees is gone. He's not going to be throwing seven touchdowns against us. I'm going Giants win. I'm giving the Giants a win too. And
0: so am I. I love it,
2: boys. I love it.
0: This is this is not how I, I had this working out in my head. Um, week five at Dallas.
2: Uh, I'm going to loss. Actually, I'm going. Uh, you know, it's usually a high scoring game in
1: Dallas when Giants and Cowboys play, but I'm giving the edge to Dak
2: in that offense.
1: Yeah, Dak's first game back against the Giants after last season ended, and uh, early for him. So, I think Dallas is going to win. Also.
0: All right, I give the Giants a win. They usually. They'll go into uh, Dallas and play really well. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give the Giants a win. I, I so right now I have the Giants with uh, a four and one record to start. I can't believe that. Week six is the Rams at home, Giants home.
2: Yeah, I think this is gonna be one of the ugly games on the season for the Giants. I think they get blown out. I think Stafford's gonna light them up and they're gonna lose this game.
1: Yeah, I, the Rams are one of the most complete teams. So. I don't think the Giants really stand much of a chance unless Daniel Jones plays out of his
0: mind. Losses across the board. Week seven at Carolina. Giants are home for that game as well. Yeah,
2: Sam Donald's first game back in MetLife.
0: Uh think about that.
2: Yeah. So uh, you know, he's gonna keep true to form and lose
1: another game in MetLife. The Giants are gonna win. <laughs> yeah, that would make me very happy, especially after I had him beaten the Jets. On his new team. So I'm going to go with uh, the Giants there, too.
0: Wins across the board now as well. Wow. We're pretty good. We're all on the same page right now for the most part on the Giants um, schedule early on here. Week eight at Kansas City. I think I know which way we're all going this way as well.
2: Yeah. Monday night game in KC. My boy, Patty Mahomes. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to win this one.
0: Owls across the board. Yep, no need to go on to anything else. Raiders, week nine, Giants at home.
2: Yeah, they're uh, you know it's a November game. Could be a little chilly, maybe. Raiders coming from Las Vegas on the road. One o'clock start. I'm giving the Giants a win.
1: I'm going to go with a loss on this one. I think
0: the uh, I think the Raiders could have a really good year this year. I'm 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 giving them a loss also, and only because I feel like this is. This is one of the games that you have during the year where you look at it and you say, oh, "Okay, that should be an easy win," and then it, it just—it's like a trap, right? It's one of those trap games, and where well, for whatever reason the Giants come out flat or whatever the case would be, you know a case may be. But this is is a game the Giants should win, but I'm giving them a loss. I just think the, for somehow the Raiders pull this off
2: right before the bye is a
0: chance for a trap too. Yeah, exactly. So that's what you mentioned. Week 10 is a bye. Week 11, they are in Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you guys are going to give them losses, but Giants got Tom Brady's number, man. I'm giving them the win. Monday Night Football. you know, show They're going to show the world that they're uh, an actual team this year. Maybe they have a chance at the playoffs.
1: I'm going to go with uh, a loss for the Giants. TB12.
0: Hank, I, I, I'm actually giving them a win. Um my man. Yeah, I, I just, I think they're in his head. I really do. I, I think the Giants are in Brady's head. So it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Even he talks about it. Like he, like I just can't beat them
2: every time. Even when we're bad, we play the Patriots. When he was on them, and we compete. You know, we have chances to win every single time. It, it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is again. There, you know, in sunny Florida, coming off a bye, coming off two losses, according to what I have. So. Uh, that's a win there. Week twelve, Eagles Giants at home.
2: Um, this is you know the game we've been waiting for. Everyone wanted week one, uh, but it's not coming until the end of November, unfortunately. I think the Giants are going to fall flat in their face. Actually, I think they're going to lose this one.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'm, interesting. I'm going with I'm going with a win for the uh, for the Giants in that game. At home, I think they uh, they get some payback for what happened last year.
0: Oh, I'm torn on this one. I really am. I'm going to skip me for right now. I'm going to score. I'll, go, I'll come back to this at the end when I see where I am record wise right now for the Giants. I know I'm cheating a little bit. Week, th- week 13 at Miami.
2: Um, I'm going to give the Giants another loss here. End of the year. Um, Dolphins defense is a little good. You know, can give Dan Jones fits. I'm going to give the Dolphins a
1: win. I agree with Hank. I'm going to go with the Dolphins.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm giving the Giants a win here.
1: I think Richie's switching from the uh, Jets to the Giants this season. I see what Richie's doing. He's pulling the Eric. He's
2: reverse jinxing the Giants now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gain nothing out of the Giants not winning, so it doesn't really bother me. You gain my misery, and I know you love that. Well, yeah, because you know, because this way maybe you make some irrational fantasy decisions, and you know, your Giants panic might lead to some trades that you you wouldn't ordinarily do. Week fourteen at the Chargers.
2: Yeah, this is uh, so it's, it's a bad streak for the Giants. We're going another loss. It's three in a row losses after the big win against the Bucks,
1: but uh, I don't think they're going to win on the road in L.A. Yeah, same here. I'm going with the uh, Chargers. I like the Chargers a lot this year.
0: As am I. So the street losses there. Week 15, Dallas Giants are home for that game. Hank, you're losing a win. in Dallas.
2: Yeah, I'm giving them a win this time. I'm giving yeah. them a win. Uh, nice cold game in uh, New Jersey, MetLife Stadium. I'm giving the Giants a nice win.
1: I'm in lockstep with Hank. I feel like they always, uh, always split with the Cowboys. And so I'm giving each team their... Uh, win at home
0: see as as i'm agree i think they will split i gave the giants a win in dallas so i'm giving them a loss here in new york week 16 at philadelphia
2: i think they uh they they right their wrongs they never win in philly um but i think they'll uh they'll get it back together here and they'll you know nice december run nice win against the eagles
1: I think they win again against Philadelphia.
0: As do I, but I'm still undecided on that game. Week 12, Uh, week 17, they are at Chicago in what should be Justin Fields.
2: Yeah, I mean, even if both teams are bad, this team is huge. No matter what, even we mentioned this last pod, no matter what, if the Giants, uh, Giants-Bears are both, you know, they could be Owen 15 at this point. If they playing this week, this is huge for draft positioning. But um, I'm giving the Giants a win. That's three in a row, getting
1: right back into it, right in the thick of the playoff hunt now. Again, I agree with Hank, Give him the win. Um, be interesting to see them facing Justin Fields after uh, making that trade where he ended up with Chicago.
0: Good point. So, yeah, I have, them, I have them winning in Chicago as well. And then week 18, Washington in MetLife. Yeah, this
2: this one could be the, for the division for all we know. Um, this is, this is a big game. The NFL did good setting up uh, Washington and the Giants. Uh, I'm giving the Giants a win here, four in a row to end the year. You know, they might be the hottest team going to the playoffs, um, and this might win them the division at uh, 10 wins.
1: Hank's right. It might win them the division, but I think Washington's going to pull it out. and The Giants are going to fold under pressure in that final game.
0: All right. I have them losing to Washington as well. So you guys, you guys know that they
2: like have not lost Washington in three years, right? You have them lose twice this year alone? Come on. You guys just hate me. That's what it is.
0: You realize we haven't had a pandemic in 100 years, and we just had one, right?
2: So you're now you're comparing Washington beating the Giants to a pandemic. I mean, I'll
0: take that. I'm <laughs> just, I'm just saying things can happen that hasn't, you know, haven't what happened, what happened.
1: Happened with the Knicks.
0: There you go. You can use the Knicks as well. No, do
2: not compare Washington to the Knicks. Do, don't do that
0: to me. Dude, Washington's legit. They are. They. They. I mean, their defense is good. They have a. a, a the quarterback that actually knows how to play quarterback right now.
2: They have a quarterback that can also throw 30 picks, and you know, that could be the reason that they're not good.
0: He could, and he probably will, but still, when you have Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Curtis Samuels, there now, they have a, yeah. a lot. They have a lot there.
2: Washington yeah. saved the Giants from they signing have. him, thankfully.
1: <laughs> they won the division without a quarterback last year.
0: Yeah. They had a guy with one leg, Alex Smith, out there, one bionic leg, one real leg. So Hank, you have him at ten wins. Eric, you have him at eight wins. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have him at nine wins, not including that Philadelphia game. So I'm giving them a loss. I can't have him winning more than that. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Hank, do the math for me, so I don't make myself <laughs> look like an idiot again. So, so what you both have them at eight? No, you have Eric, nine. Eric's at eight. So eight and what?
2: Eight nine. and nine. You're nine and eight. I'm ten and seven. And I'm not usually optimistic about the Giants. You know ten and seven is not really optimistic. But double digit wins, even with the extra game, is uh, I'll take that.
0: So you're saying you think the Giants are ten games better? I mean, sorry, five games better than that's I, our man. I, I, it's late. <laughs> a five game, five games better than the Jets. <laughs> Uh yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's that crazy
2: to think of. They were what, four games better than them last year. And, you know, that means they added Kenny Galladay, Dory Jackson, you know, to give them one more win total over the Jets. I think it's possible.
1: The X factor is Daniel Jones.
2: That's it. Yeah. I mean, if he's and if you look at the Giants who they play quarterback wise, they're not playing great quarterbacks. So if Daniel Jones is average, then they should win a few games. Um, especially if the defense plays like they did last year. Um, but, you know, like Eric said, it comes down to Aaron Jones. If he's bad, bad, then the Giants are going to be bad as a team. But, you know, the hope is that he's
1: not bad and <laughs> he's at least serviceable. Right, is... and you'll, you'll have Saquon back, too. So hopefully he's healthy this season.
0: I'm not drafting him, by the way. <laughs> I saw your tweets. You have him top three this year. Don't lie to the fans. I, I do have him top three. I was. I'm not, I had him. I had him a one last year. You're going to tilt on the clock. You're going to tilt and take him. I know it. Well, um, there's really no clock. We're doing an auction this year. Just you'll tilt
2: and throw a hundred on him. I know it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I I I do love Saquon. I do. I don't know. We'll see. That's um it this is a big year for Daniel Jones. It it's it's crucial. He's he's in he's in the situation that Darnold was in last year. Except the Giants have stuff around him.
2: Yeah, the Giants actually built the team
0: around him, so hopefully he can uh do something with it. Um all right. Um Eric real quick. match of 2016 there in first place and yet you guys are still crying about pretty much everything going on. Why?
1: Why? We're playing with like a double A lineup right now. We're playing with the backups to the backups. But you know what? These these guys are playing great. Kevin Pillar got a busted nose. He's in the doing interviews yesterday. He's on the bench cheering them on, so he's kind of taking a nice leadership role. Lindor's defense continues to amaze me. His bat continues to disgust me. (laughs) So I,
0: I I keep waiting. People keep telling me, "Listen, he's going to come around." Am I not mistaken that the last time, the last time we had, uh, we were on? You said he was batting like two fifty. I mean one fifty six. Yes, and then he
1: had a little bit of a streak for like four or five games. Just crept over two hundred, and now he's back at about one eighty seven.
0: All right, so he's still he's picked it up over thirty points in what three weeks, two weeks, when was the last time we recorded something.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to pick up thirty points when you're hitting under the Mendoza line. I he's guess. only got to get he's only got to get like
0: two hits out of ten at bats, <laughs> and it's going to go up. You guys, you guys did sign Cameron Mabin. batting we, third, I think tonight. I am excited
1: by watching some of these young outfielders. Fargus and they got Khalil Lee who they uh they stole from Kansas City. He can't really hit too well, but he made a nice diving catch in the outfield the other day.
0: Yeah. Well Yankee fans, Hank, we know what it's like to have injury upon injury upon injury. Yeah, these Mets fans can't talk about anything. Look the last four years. It's been brutal. <laughs> exactly. And, and and here they are again, Yankees just twenty-three and nineteen and they're in fourth place in the division. And they just, you know, they disgust me right now.
2: I mean, that's the thing, though. They're not, they're not playing the standard and we're all not happy with it, but they are four games over 500 and they're a game and a half out of first. So if the Yankees become the Yankees that we're used to, they could easily win this division. So,
0: so here's my thing though. Okay. And I, I don't, I probably don't sure bring this up because we are getting towards the end here and I can probably go on for this on a while for a while, but let me just say they rest guys frequently with their planned off days or, or their planned days off so that they could stay healthy, but yet they continue to get hurt. So why are we still doing these rest days? If they're going to get hurt anyway, why not have them in the lineup when they are healthy? Oh. It drives me crazy. is I- a yes,
2: man. That's what he is. He's he get told what to do. And he just says, yes, sir. And does it. And that's what the Yankees plan is. And that's, so unfortunately what's going on.
0: And, but it's it's frustrating me. It as as somebody I, as such a fan as I am of I mean, them, the whole thing from the top to the bottom is just is just frustrating me right now. Like like everything they're doing with the analytics, with the rest days, with it's just it's just driving me crazy. I don't know. I, I I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> That's all right. But at least Aaron Judge is playing well again. So uh back on his MVP stuff, so until he gets hurt too again. Hey, hey. Come on! We don't we manifest don't, that. We don't, don't speak have, that listen, to existence. I, 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 wanna. I wonder if I can raise like, like seven billion dollars and and buy the team. Can you just raise seven billion dollars for me? That's a lot of money. I like, think like a, a couple
2: thousand dollars. Something. I'm cool <laughs> with that.
0: Do you know what the first thing I would do if I own the Yankees? What the first thing I would change is? I do. What is it? You would let them grow facial hair. Hundred <laughs> percent hundred percent I would get rid of that stupid ancient facial hair policy that they have it's so stupid I
1: really
2: thought you were gonna think of some like game change like Yankees this is gonna turn everything around and it's
0: just allowing beards it might man these players come here you know they sign these guys you know they have beards and they're and they're fine then something they shave they look like they're nine and and then they can't play anymore yeah it I, is antiquated.
1: <laughs> I hate that too. It's terrible. And uh, what, what's going on with Jameson Tyon? What
0: is what? He's he's it's terrible. He hasn't pitched. All these Yankees. All you guys so excited when they made that move. Because of the upside.
1: Yeah, it was a calculated risk that move.
0: And it just hasn't paid off yet. Yeah. You know, they didn't give up anything.
1: No, I know. But there was a little too much excitement that needed to be tempered back then.
0: Because he, he came in when he, he came in the league with a lot of promise and a lot of upside. And I know, he's been like, hurt. 15, he's had like 15 Tommy John surgeries.
1: That means his arm should be extra strong then.
0: <laughs> Listen, that's what happens when you can't go over the $210 million mark.
2: Right. And, and now that I said. Th- 150 in Cole and Stanton, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stan's only making $22.5 million a year. Only. Only. Well that's not well you look at his contract, you look at what the Yankees are paying, it's not as much as people think. But
1: Yeah, it is kind of a bargain.
0: I don't know. I'm just frustrated by the whole thing. They are winning right now, at the moment, two nothing. So but anything else? You guys have anything else you want to add? Should wrap this up? No, let's go next. Let's go next. Playoff time we'll, we'll be talking about them coming up as well. That's going to do it for this show. Please subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Once again, give a follow on the good old social media apps. At Rich Fantasy at EDF1986. I'm sorry, at EDF underscore 1986. At HHuntin1020 and at SportsbeatNY. Fantasy football players, be sure to subscribe. Yes, I'm plugging myself. To the Fantasy Chat on that podcast as well. This is busy time for fantasy. And we have a lot of upcoming shows on there. Rookie Impact, Ranking, Players Who and everything else. And of course, we'll be back on here talking everything New York sports except hockey, unless Hank wants to do a Hockey with Hank show. And he's more than welcome to do so at any point. Thanks yeah, again. I'll, I'll talk about the Rangers, not the Islanders, but. <laughs> well, then there's really nothing to talk about right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. We'll talk soon. Use of NFL Primetime Song International Statement by Alan Bell. Robert S. Techter, is licensed to AdRef for a third party on behalf of Chapel AV and is used under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowing for fair use for purposes such as criticism comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing non-profit, educational, or personal use. Tips to balance in favor of fair use. There is no monetary gain for the use of this podcast and no monetary loss for the licensed party.